You're listening to the Grace Through Faith weekly podcast. For more information, go to mygtf.org. We hope you enjoy. Hey, how are y'all? Mine works. And I've always thought she doesn't need a microphone. And so... She did great, uh, but I will recap some of that stuff for everybody who's watching online because I know you did not get to hear what she said. So, um, happy New Year! Happy New Year! Glad to see you guys. Um, I have been out. Coy and I both we've been out the last two Sundays, and we woke up this morning. Um, Coy woke up before I did. He was in the hall waiting for me to get out of out of bed and come um, get ready for uh, church this morning. We're excited to be here. Um, I think 2020 has made us aware of a lot of things, and it's really showed us. What is essential in life? It showed us that toilet paper is for sure essential. We all went through that last year. It showed us that health is essential. It showed us that getting together with our loved ones is essential. And it's definitely showed us, it's definitely showed me, that church is essential. Jesus said this, where two or more are gathered, there I am in their midst. And the last couple of Sundays as I've been at home, I've just been, I've been joining you online and I, I'm so grateful that we get to do that and that we have the capabilities of doing that, but there's something missing. And there's something great about being gathered in the house of the Lord with the, uh, with the rest of the church. Amen. It says this in Acts chapter two, you know, there's something profound that happened in that chapter. In that moment of history in the church in the church's history, there's something that shifted and the Holy Spirit was poured out and the church was born in that chapter. And this is what it said. They all gathered together in one accord. They were all together in unity and they were going after the same thing. Their purpose was similar and they wanted more of God. And in that space, whenever we as the people of God who are hungry for God come together and we begin to engage with him, he pours out his spirit in our lives. Now, I'm grateful that Jesus says it just takes two, but I'm just telling you, the more people that gather, the more compounding interest, so to speak, spiritually speaking, begins to happen in our, in our soul. And so I'm just really excited to be here with you this morning. We're going to start a brand new series, uh, but before I do that, I want to invite you to come be a part of something. Um, Pastor April was just um, talking about this, and I want to say this again for everybody who is listening and watching online, is that um, next Wednesday, not this coming Wednesday, but the Wednesday after, what's the date of that? It's in your... 13th, on Wednesday the 13th at 6.30, we're going to kick off deeper. And so we're going to do that for two Wednesday nights in January. So the 13th and then again the 20th, we're going to have deeper. And we're going to have a message the first week. I'm going to come and bring a New Year's message and kind of get uh, everybody into the flow of what I feel like God is doing in this year. Um, but also on the, the week after that, on the 20th, we're going to have a, a night of praise and prophetic ministry. And I, I've talked to Bill and Kathy Johnson and Amarillo at Trinity Fellowship, and they're going to bring up prophetic teams. And so prophetic ministry is going to be available on that night, and it's going to be powerful. And so I just want to invite you to, to mark that on your calendar and make a plan to be here because it's going to be a moment for you to really engage with the Holy Spirit and start the new year off right. All right, if you have your Bibles, open those to Galatians chapter 5. And we're going to start a, a new series of messages this morning titled Press On. And I really feel like as we start out a new year that there's a burden that we need to lay down before we step fully into 2021. And one of the things that I feel is that I want to, I want to take off of myself and off of you the pressure to redeem 2020. 
You know, there's been a lot of hardship that's come, as April was just talking about as she was ministering a while ago. There's been a lot of hard things that people have had to walk through in 2020. And one of the things that I don't want to do is put this pressure on myself, and I don't want you to put pressure on yourself, to undo and redeem all of the bad stuff that happened in 2020 to make 2021 great. Here's the thing that I believe. God is a God of redemption. And we have got to, as we step into a new year, whenever there's, there's a great amount of expectation, is to look to him to do his job and only be faithful with what he's asking us to, us to do right in front of us. There are burdens that you and I were not meant to carry. And, and so what I want to do this morning is I want to kick this sermon series off by talking about burdens. And so I want you to look in Galatians chapter 5, and I want to read this together. Look at verse 1, and before I do that, I want to pray. And so if you would just join me and just pray. We believe this, that the Word of God is powerful and active. Amen? And so uh, not just the, 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 the reality of the gospel being preached, but we're going to read the Word of God this morning, and I, and I want to ask you to open your heart to receive the eternal message of what Jesus wants to say to you right now in this moment. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your Word And we come to you ready today to receive. Lord, we can change the the posture of our heart in a moment. And so, Lord, we just change our heart and we just open it up to you and we make it fertile soil for your seed to come and bear much fruit in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Galatians chapter, I'm sorry, Galatians chapter 6, not chapter 5. Galatians chapter 6, verse 1 says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens. I want to talk to you today about burdens. It says, Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work. And then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. Now let me give you, this is a wonderful passage that I really love. and, And it gives you a great framework to think about bearing burdens in your own life. There are some things that God is calling you to carry, and there are a lot of things that God is not. And so as we set out on a new adventure in 2021, I want to get really clear from God for Jory. What are you asking me to carry and what are you not asking me to carry? And Paul, in Galatians chapter 6, he gives, he gives us a great framework. He gives us a great principle from God's Word to determine what burden it is that I'm supposed to, I'm obligated to, and what burden I am not obligated to. Let me give you a great life example. Have you ever gotten frustrated with somebody because they took advantage of you? Have you ever been in that boat? I mean, I've, we've all had, if you remember back to junior high, and you remember going to lunch. I can remember my fresh year, freshman year of high school, actually. I, was going, I went to Tascosa High School. That's where I graduated, 1995, go Rebels. I didn't think that was going to get much love, actually. (laughs) Uh, So I graduated in 1995, but freshman year at Tascosa High School, we had, for the very first time, open campus. 
Now, for, for those of you who maybe take that for granted, back then you didn't get to leave campus to go to lunch. You had to stay on lunch and eat cafeteria food or bring your lunch. But that year, for the very first time, freshmen were the only ones in high school that had to eat on campus. And everybody else got to go to the mall and go everywhere else in Amarillo and go eat lunch. And so for the very first time in my era... Freshmen got to go eat lunch. Now, we had to walk, but we got to go eat something good. And back then, I don't know if you remember this, but back then in Tascosa High School, there was this place, a Mexican food restaurant right down the road called The Patio. Y'all remember The Patio? Anybody? Got to, it had a little flag in the middle of the table, and you raise your flag, and they would bring you more food. They had all-you-could-eat food for some things on their menu, and, man, we would go there and pig out. Now, listen, the reason I'm bringing this story up, it really does have relevance to today's message. Have you ever gotten frustrated with somebody because they take advantage of you? We all had that friend in junior high or in high school who's like, hey, you got any lunch money? Can I borrow some lunch money? And, you know, there, there's no problem with that, is there? It's like if you have a friend that you love, it's like, yeah, no problem. I got you. But then day three, day four, day five, you start getting frustrated because you're like, man, I, I don't know about y'all, but I had an allowance. I only got a little bit of lunch money. And then whenever it was gone, my mom and dad, they didn't really have much sympathy for me. And we've kind of passed this on to our children. It's like, pack your lunch. We got groceries here at the house. Pack some of that stuff and take it to school and eat. And so I had to kind of budget my lunch money. And so whenever somebody would kind of come to me and ask if they could borrow lunch money, I was like, yeah, but you got to get me back tomorrow, man. Right? Do you ever live in that, that kind of thing? One thing that Paul's talking about is determining for us. Helping, helping us determine what is your burden to bear and what is your burden not to bear. And so Paul gives us a standard. And I want to really talk to you about the difference between burdens and loads. Look at verse 2. This is what Paul says. He says, bear one another's burdens. For in so doing, you fulfill the law of Christ. Okay, that, that word there for burden in verse 2, it means a heavy Weight. Literally, it means something that you cannot lift on your own. It means something that is so heavy that, have you ever gotten one of those packages from the store that says, this is a two-person lift? That's what this word means. It's something that you cannot bear on your own. It's a burden that is too heavy for you alone. And what Paul is saying is, what God expects of us is whenever you see somebody in crisis... You see somebody who's struggling with the weight of their life in that moment and they need help, do not turn a blind eye to them. You may not be able to solve all their problem, but you can at least help them a little bit. They may need one person to help. They may need two people to help. They may need five or ten. You know, that's the calling of the church and civilization. To bear one another's burdens and in so doing we fulfill the law of Christ. But he goes on in verse 5 and he says... For each, say each, each one of us, I will have to, he says have to, bear his own load. Now that Greek word load means freight or cargo. It basically means for you and I, it's freight or cargo for a ship. And whenever Paul was writing this in antiquity, that was kind of their main, uh, you know, traveling passage, whether they rode a donkey or whatever. But if you went on a ship... And went sailing, you would bring freight onto the ship. And so for you and I, in, in today's vernacular, that would be just be your luggage. Your responsibility in your life is to carry the things that you can carry. 
Whenever we go to the mountains, we love to go up to Angel Fire and Red River and go up there every now and then, at least once or twice a year, and, and go smell the pine trees and get away from all the noise and go fishing and, and enjoy the mountains. And one of the things that we've tried to do with our kids, once they got old enough to do this, is pack your own bag. I'm tired of packing your bag. And by the way, whenever you pack your bag, get it and take it to the car. That is literally what Paul is talking about. There is a responsibility in the kingdom of God for you whenever you're old enough and whenever you're strong enough and whenever you're capable and responsible to take care of your own stuff. That's why it's frustrating whenever my buddy, whenever we would go to, 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 to lunch and he would ask for the 25th time, can I borrow lunch money? And I knew he wasn't going to pay me back. It would start to frustrate me because there was this imperative on him to do what my parents expected me to do. And if I didn't have lunch money, man, why don't you pick, a, pick up a bologna sandwich this morning whenever you're leaving? A PBJ. And nobody wants to eat that stuff, right? But it gave you something in your stomach. There is a responsibility upon each of us to carry what we can carry. Amen? All right. Now, here's the relevance for what I believe God is speaking to us as we step into 2021. 2020 has been a hard year. There's been a lot of things that have hit our culture, that have hit the world, where there's been burdens that are too heavy for us to bear. And as you kind of step into 2021, I think that there is this burden to, to undo all of this. It's like we've had a crazy pandemic last year. We had a crazy election cycle. We've had economic issues. People are still not back to work in some places. We've seen a lot of different devastation that's hit the world in 2020. And if you're not careful, you're going to begin to get frustrated with yourself. It's like, man, I just really want to move on. Have you found yourself in that frustration? I want to move on to the next thing, but I see all of these things in the world that I, Jory, I can't change. There are a, a, a ton of things that are in your life right now that you have no ability to change in a significant way. All God is asking you to do in this year is to be faithful with what you can. Carry your load. Bear your own burden. And whenever you see somebody who is struggling with theirs, lend a helping hand. That is the principle that God is speaking to you and I. And so as I read that, there's two takeaways that I have that I want to share with you. The first one is what Jesus said on the subject of burdens. Because Jesus' burden is not heavy. And as a matter of fact, I would say it to you this way. If the burden that you're carrying from God is making you sweat, you're doing it wrong. You're really doing it wrong. I want you to turn over to Matthew chapter 11. And let's read what Jesus read together. This is one of those verses I would encourage you on your Bible app or in your Bible to underline it or highlight it because this is one of those verses that's very profound and a great ballast for your life. It's a great column to put in your character. Because if you're wanting to talk about God's expectations on you and Jesus calling on your life, he really is clear about it. Look at verse 28. He says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I'm not going to give you more to carry. I'm actually going to give you rest and take a load off. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy. And my burden is heavy. 
No, that's not what it says. That is not what it says. My burden is light. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. If your burden is too heavy that you're carrying for Jesus, you're doing it wrong. See, the thing about Jesus' burden, and don't misunderstand this, because there are difficulties that you are going to encounter as you follow Christ. As a matter of fact, whenever Joshua went in to take the promised land, God showed up the night before they went into Jericho when they circled the walls, and he, he told Joshua, be strong and courageous. There are moments in your journey with Jesus that you're going to need more strength and you're going to need more courage. Understand that. That's not what Jesus is talking about. But the thing that always is cool about God and bearing the burden that God's calling you to, whatever he's calling you to, is that he is going to be with you, giving you his strength. He's going to bear that burden with you. You don't have to do the heavy lifting. You have to be faithful. You have to carry your own load. And so in this journey with Jesus, whenever, I, I know there's sometimes in my, in my walk with God that I'm like, I'm really afraid to act, you know, tell Jesus to just do whatever he wants to do in my life because what if he calls me to Africa or he asks me to do something really hard? And understand this, the calling of God on your life is going to fit like a glove. And even whenever he asks you to do something that's hard and heavy, he's going to be the one there to give the strength. So you're not in this alone. What God is asking you to do in this next season of your life, if it looks challenging and if it looks intimidating, he is the one that's going to provide the strength. You're not the one having to bear heavy burdens on your own. I want to read for you Ezekiel chapter 44. There's this principle that Ezekiel goes over and and he talks about the priests ministering before the Lord in the temple. And one of the things that he kind of tells them is basically what I said to you all ago. He's like, hey guys, do not sweat whenever you're working for God. He says this in verse 16, he says, and this is God speaking this to Ezekiel the prophet to prophesy to the priests ministering at the altar. He says, they shall enter my sanctuary and they shall approach my table to minister to me, and they shall keep my charge. When they enter the gates of the inner court, they shall wear linen garments. They shall have nothing of wool on them while they minister at the gate of the inner court and within. They shall have linen turbans on their heads and linen undergarments around their waists. They shall not. Do not do this. They shall not bind themselves or clothe themselves with anything that causes them to sweat. See, there is this reality in the priesthood. You were dealing with fire and you were dealing with these animal sacrifices and all this. There was work involved with ministering to the Lord. Make no mistake about it. And God is looking for laborers to go into his harvest field. And so there is something to do for us. Amen? God has something for you in 2021 that he is going to assign to you. Amen? Amen. Expect that. But as you enter into his labor, never pick up a burden that you're not meant to bear. See, God is sitting here and he's giving instruction to his priests and you are a royal priesthood. And as we enter into ministry of God, we should not be working in such a way that we're bad advertisement for what Jesus is doing in our life. Have you ever been around that Christian that's like, oh my gosh, it's so hard. To serve the Lord. Maybe you're carrying a burden that you weren't meant to carry. 
Because he is the one that provides the strength. You will have all of the strength that you need to carry the burden that God gives you and assigns to you if you're trusting in him. Now, here's the second thought that I have for you. Is that a burden that God is asking us to carry is something that he's going to give us strength for. But listen, there are a lot of burdens that you are not supposed to carry. And whenever I say you're not supposed to carry, I would even go so far as to say this, that you're forbidden. That God, whenever he sees you carrying them and complaining to him and praying, and like, God, if you please just make my life a little bit easier, he's going, well, why are you doing this? There's two burdens that I want to talk to you specifically about today that you are forbidden to carry. The first burden is this, the burden of the future. I'm going to read for you um, Matthew chapter 6. These are Jesus' words. If you go and read them and look them up, they're going to be read, if you have that kind of Bible. In verse 31, Jesus begins to talk about worry. That's, that's what this whole this passage is about. And he starts talking about worrying about tomorrow, what we're going to eat and what we're going to wear. And he says, if you're worried about what you're going to eat, just look at the sparrow of the air. Just look at the birds. They don't toil. They don't, you know, they don't go to a job every day, but they always have enough food. If you're worried about what you're going to wear this year, just go look at the flowers of the field. They're dressed in splendor. Okay? And in the midst of saying this, Jesus says this imperative. Therefore, verse 31... Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need all of them. But seek first the kingdom, the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not, this is imperative, do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. You are forbidden from Jesus, your Savior, from worrying and carrying the burden of tomorrow. How much of your thought life is consumed about the future? How much of your anxiety and worry is, is consumed by what's going to happen next? We all do this. We're all guilty, right? But Jesus is basically saying, do not, do not carry that burden. Refuse to carry the burden of the future. Leave that to me. He actually goes on to actually give us some clarity, which I'm grateful for, of what we should be concerned with, and that is today. Today has enough concern for itself. Today has enough trouble in your life for itself. Amen? And so if I, all I'm called to do is carry this moment and to worry about the present and be faithful with what I have in my hands right now, then I have to get rid of the burden of the future. Now listen, I'm a big planner. Okay? And so carrying the burden of the future is actually something that I struggle a lot with. I love to plan. I love to set goals. I love to look into 2021 and go, man, what am I going to do this year? And, and the, 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 the question that Pastor Bo posed all of us in worship this morning is a question that I love to ask myself is, what is it that I'm going to do this year to change, to transform, to come into this place and offer something that I'm not offering right now? What is the next step that I need to take in my progress with Jesus, in my journey? 
And it's really a great question to ask. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying about not carrying the burden of the future. That does not mean that you should be blind to where you're going. But understand this. The burden of what all is going to happen down this road of 2021, that's not your burden to carry, that's God's. If it's causing you anxiety and worry, understand you're carrying something that you're not supposed to be carrying. You should be prepared for the future. You should be thoughtful for the future. You should set goals. I think all of those things are good and godly. However, whenever it begins to become a weight on you that begins to get real heavy, know that you've crossed the line. It's in that moment that I've gone from goal setting into a place of anxiety and worry, and it's in that burden that I am not meant to carry. Here's the second thing that I feel like that you and I are forbidden to carry, and that's the burden of the past. See, Jesus was real clear in Matthew chapter 6, what we are supposed to concern ourselves in that is today. You know, none of us are promised tomorrow. And we should be faithful with what we are living in right in this moment. But a lot of times, our past steals the life of what today has to bring. And as we look on our past and we look at regrets and we look at how things could have gone, it begins to steal what God is doing right now in this moment. Amen? You are not called to carry that burden. Listen to what Philippians chapter 3 says. It's actually, we're going to talk about this chapter a lot more next week. But Paul says this in Philippians chapter 3 verse 13. One thing I do, forgetting what lies behind... And straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. See, the burden of the past contains regret and shame for a lot of us. Now, maybe you're perfect and you don't have any problems in your past. But I can just speak for me and the people that I know. We all have one, don't we? A past. And it doesn't matter how successfully you have, uh, you know, executed 2020 and God's plan for your life. There's probably something that you wish would have gone a little bit differently. And if you're not careful, you're going to carry that burden of how it could have, how it should have, could have, would have gone. That it begins to affect what God is trying to do in your moment right now. And so one of the things that you and I have to do is to refuse to carry the past and lay that down at the foot of Christ. That's what the cross is all about. See, the future is all about trusting God for what's going to come next. The past is all about laying at the foot of the cross and allowing God's redemption to come and bring forgiveness. Allowing God's redemption to come and bring transformation. See, one of the things that God says is He has removed our sin as far away from us as the east is from the west. I know that's south and I know that's north, but that's, that's, that's what he says. As far as the east is from the west, that's how far, how far he's removed our past. Mistakes, willful sin, all of the things that we've done wrong. And so here's the thing that I want you to do uh, as we step into 2021. Is just make this one commitment. Be faithful to carry your load. That's it. I feel like for myself that if I just minimize it down to that, it takes a lot of pressure off. 
And that's really what I want to see happen today in my life and in yours is as we walk out these doors and as we move on from this moment and we begin to do life as God's asked us to do in 2021, that we go in a place where we're carrying a yoke that's easy and light. That's what we're supposed to be carrying. And if all I do is focus on Jesus has asked me to do this right now and be faithful with that, it takes a lot of pressure off. Amen? So this is what I want to do this morning. If you would just stand with me. I'm going to ask the worship team to come on up. We're going to take communion as we do every week. And if you need elements, just go ahead and raise your hand and we'll get you some. But as we take communion, I want you to focus on the burden that you're carrying right now. So I want to ask you to just bow your head. Just begin to direct your attention to the Lord. And begin to consider that. Before you take these elements, just begin to consider the burden that you're carrying right now. And are you carrying a burden that you're not supposed to be carrying? Are you anxious about tomorrow? Are you living in the shame of yesterday? And if that's where you find yourself in this moment, I want to challenge you to begin to lay those burdens down at the foot of the cross. Jesus is the one who has the strength to bear the burdens that you can't. And if it's too heavy, you are doing it wrong. God wants to come in and be the strength in your life right now in the season to help you carry what he's called you to in this moment. And so I want to ask you to just begin to take these elements, the bread and the juice. Go ahead. And I want to pray this prayer as you do that. Father God, as we receive these elements that remind us of the cross of Christ, I pray that right now that you would begin to bring strength. Bring your power into our lives, God, to help us carry what you're doing in our tomorrow. But Father, I just pray that you would come and that you would bring salvation and forgiveness and redemption in our lives for the things that we haven't done well. If you agree with that prayer, would you say amen?